Greetings to you fellow bird lovers and a warm welcome to homebirdfeeder.com. Today, I will be discussing about when hummingbirds actually leave Massachusetts. When you see a hummingbird at your feeder in spring, it brings you joy and tells you that warmer weather is coming. During the summer, hummingbirds dart and zoom around your garden, adding vibrant color that brings joy. But then September hits, the days grow shorter, and suddenly those zippy little birds are nowhere to be seen. So where did they disappear to? And when will we bid farewell to hummingbirds in Massachusetts as they leave us for the winter? In this audio post, we'll look at the interesting migration habits of hummingbirds in Massachusetts. Also, we will learn precisely when and why they head south each year and the best ways to keep enjoying their presence before they leave. In addition, we will explore the history of hummingbirds in the state. I will also be sharing interesting facts about their yearly journeys and offer tips for preparing them for winter. Time to give our fair-feathered friends a proper goodbye. When do hummingbirds leave Massachusetts? Most hummingbirds depart Massachusetts between late August and mid-September. By the end of September, only a few remain. The peak departure coincides with the autumnal equinox around late September. As the days shorten, their instinct to migrate to warmer regions like Mexico, Panama, and Costa Rica grows stronger. Why do hummingbirds leave Massachusetts for the winter? Hummingbirds are not adapted to cold weather. They retreat south, where they can continue to find the insects and nectar they need to survive. A good example is the ruby-throated hummingbirds. They love warm weather and plenty of food in places such as Central America and Mexico. This saves them from the perils of remaining in frigid, northern climates like Massachusetts through the winter. Hummingbirds enter a hibernation-like state called torpor at night and on cold winter days. But unlike true hibernation, they can't sustain this for very long. To keep their turbocharged metabolisms running, they need to eat regularly. They may even eat up to half their body weight every day. So as northern plants die off and insects become scarce, migration is truly a life or death matter for these tiny birds. Heading south is the only option for winter survival. Fascinating Hummingbird Facts Before we say farewell, let's look at some cool facts about our favorite summer visitors. Ruby-throated hummingbirds weigh less than a nickel but can travel over 500 miles nonstop across the Gulf of Mexico in spring and fall migrations. Talk about determination. Hummingbirds are the only birds that can fly backwards and upside down. They can also hover in midair and reach speeds of over 50 miles per hour in a dive bomb. Their wings beat a blistering 50 to 200 times per second, creating that trademark buzzing hum. This allows them to remain suspended in one place while feeding. A hummingbird's heart rate can reach over 1,200 beats per minute. Their breathing rate tops 250 breaths per minute, even at rest. This supports their extreme energy needs. Hummingbirds sip nectar through uniquely adapted tongues that curl to form tiny straws, perfect for slurping up liquid from flowers. Males perform dramatic dive displays during the breeding season to impress females and fend off competitors from their territories. 
Hummingbirds build nests about the size of a walnut out of spider silk, moss, lichen, and other soft materials. They never cease to amaze me. Hummingbird History in Massachusetts While most people think of hummingbirds as a fixture of southern states, they have a long history in Massachusetts, too. Here are some highlights. Native American groups like the Wampanoag incorporated hummingbird symbols into their artwork and legends. These tiny birds represented courage, energy, and purity of spirit. Early European settlers were awestruck when they encountered hummingbirds, marveling at their diminutive size and magic-like flying abilities. By the late 1800s, writers like Mark Twain were documenting hummingbirds in Massachusetts as the ruby-throated variety we know today. Anna's hummingbirds began appearing in the state in the 1960s as their range expanded north and east across North America. In the 1980s and 90s, Massachusetts forests matured enough to support nesting hummingbirds that then became summer residents. Feeders also enabled their numbers to rise. Today, hundreds of thousands of ruby throats return to breed in Massachusetts each summer, bringing their beauty and playful energy to backyards and parks statewide. The Great Migration South now let's get back to the grand migration that takes hummingbirds away from Massachusetts every fall. Here are some key facts. In August, adult females and juveniles depart first, leaving the adult males temporarily behind to enjoy some late summer bachelor time. Late August into September brings the peak departure period as most remaining adults sense the closing window for travel south. By mid-October, only a few stragglers remain in Massachusetts until the inevitable final push southward as the chill sets in. Ruby throats drop weight before migrating, nearly halving their body mass by converting fat to fuel. A lighter load helps traverse huge distances. Some fly nonstop over 500 miles across the Gulf of Mexico, an incredible feat. Others follow coasts and islands in a series of shorter flights. Millions make the journey from as far north as Canada, down through Florida, Mexico, and into Central America, funneling through major flyways. Many dangers await along the way, from predators to storms to man-made obstacles. Tragically, 50% or more of fledglings may not survive their first migration. Lending a hand before they leave. To help hummingbirds prepare for migration, make sure they have enough fuel and nourishment. Keep feeders freshly stocked through mid-September. The sugar water provides quick energy. Plant some late-blooming flowers like zinnias, cosmos, bee balm, and sage to supplement feeders. Avoid trimming plants too early so late-season blooms are available. Supply a mister for bathing and drink drips so they can preen and stay hydrated. Let some areas remain wild to provide insect food through early fall. Reduce the use of chemicals and pesticides that can leach into nectar sources. Giving hummingbirds a proper send-off. Don't be sad when those small buzzing hummingbirds leave your garden in mid-September. Instead, celebrate. You hosted fascinating creatures for the summer, giving them sanctuary to flutter and feed. Now, wish them well on their miraculous migrations and await their return next year. 
You can remember the joy they brought. They had amazing adaptations and crossed the gulf with tenacity. They traveled many miles on a tiny heart. Let the thought that in just months they'll be zipping around your garden again give you a lift as fall approaches. Mark your calendar for mid-April to ready their nectar for when the hummingbirds come flocking back to Massachusetts. Final thought. In early autumn, when the afternoon light is low, pause and look for the last hummingbirds getting ready to leave your garden. Wish them farewell as they embark on their epic migration back to tropical homes. Although we'll miss the sound of their flying and their acrobatics in the air, we can feel better knowing that they will come back next spring. They are naturally drawn to Massachusetts to keep the cycle going. So for now, farewell to our fair feathered friends. May your long journey south be safe and your winter rest full of nectar-filled dreams. You'll be back before we know it, filling our gardens with your magic once more. Safe travels. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. And remember to look out for these little wonders.